Shut up and sit down. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Mike and Melissa are back. Well, I'm back. <laughs> Melissa is out and about again. Uh, so I'm going to try and run this show all by myself. Let's So let's see what happens. It kind of worked well last time, so hopefully it'll be good this time. Uh, so today we're going to be reacting, or I'm going to be reacting to the presidential debate. Yes, it happened a couple of nights ago. I have been busy, but I have not seen it. I've heard... Some stuff, but not too much detail. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's see what happens. All right, here we go. All right, and of course, that's going all wonky as soon as I hit record. Um, <laughs> so let me hold on. Let me fix some things real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see here. Fix this. Hold on. There we go. Let me go back to this. All right. Uh, hopefully everything will be good. So here we are. Always technical difficulties. Every single time. All right. So here we go. Let's turn around and watch this, shall we? Uh, let's see. Let's get that. Play there. All right. We're up. Looks like pretty standard stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I'm going to turn this down a little bit. So, uh, yeah. Um, I think you already know who we're going to be voting for. That's no uh, question there. But we're going to see how... Welcome to this evening's debate at Belmont University here the in lack Nashville. Of bullshit we're going to see tonight. Brown, I heard it wasn't that bad, so let's find out. Debates. Over the next few minutes, you will hear some ground rules for the evening and Which nobody many will expressions of gratitude to the people <laughs> and organizations who got us here tonight. I'd like to start with three of them who are genuine champions of debate and true friends to the CPD. The first is Dr. Robert Fisher, the president of Belmont University. We held a 2008 here. Really introductions. Belmont served as a Let's backup to site it. in 2016. Send him in. Fight. And Bob has managed to make <laughs> this fight. evening happen no, in spite of a lot of challenges that 2020 president Trump has brought is to this campus enough. and all the others <laughs> across the country. They don't come any better than Bob and his colleagues. Good the job, Bob. is Nashville's own Martin Slutsky. Marty Woo. has been the CPD's executive producer since 2000. And tonight is his 23rd debate. 23rd? We could never do this without Marty. And he's a treasure. He's an absolute treasure. The third Don't is let anybody tell you different. Our third co-chair, Dot Ridings, who is not here with us this evening. She is in uh, Louisville, Kentucky at home, but here in spirit. She is an absolutely remarkable asset to the CPD board. She is and absolutely staff. remarkable. I'd like now to introduce the 
other co-chairs, our founding co-chair, Frank Ferenkoff and Ken Wallach. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good and, evening. Uh, I join Janet in welcoming you all to Belmont uh, and to Nashville. And we really owe a good, great debt of gratitude to the you city uh, and to this university. Uh, they've been so courteous and working so hard for us. And uh, what a beautiful place money. this is. If I hope you all got a chance to walk around and see this marvelous campus. We also have a crew. You see some of the people working around. And no one can afford the tuition. Lighting people people who produce this great background. We have over 60 of them. And over we've had 60. four debates in four different parts of this country. And thanks to United Airlines, which stepped up to the plate and is providing free of charge air service for our entire crew back and forth from one city to another. And so we really owe United Airlines. Good now, job, United Airlines. Funny, but we also but wear owe, your mask. owe Anheuser-Busch a great thank you, not only for their beer, but uh, for what they've done for this commission for many, many years. Uh, it's a little less of, a, of a, a lift now. Normally, if we were here with normal times, there'd be 900 of you probably in this audience. But with coronavirus, Crazy. 900? it just wasn't necessary for us to, and Nobody be social distancing. for us to do that. But they have always provided a giant tent with the food to feed the 5,000 reporters that usually come from all over the world our crew, the news people who are here. And Anheuser-Busch is with us again this year, and we thank them. A pentagram, who's really responsible for some of the great work you see here. Uh, and Mooring. Uh, so, yeah, this is just all the boring in, introduction uh, in stuff, so just kind of bear with me. And tonight at the National Press Club in Washington, D.C., the National Press Club yeah. is putting you know on what? for the fourth fast time forward it. a media filing center. If those of you walk around the campus, you'll see a giant tent out here. And those, that's where media from all over the world are sitting at tables, watching this on television, and filing their stories. And many, many, because of the coronavirus... That would have been a really long introduction. 24 minutes I had to go up. <laughs> I know if you're watching the audio version, you're not going to really see much, but, you know, it is what it is. Go check out our YouTube channel if you're just listening. But also, if you're driving around, can I go? Can I go now? Good evening oh, from go. Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm Kristen Welker of NBC News, and I welcome you to the final 2020 presidential debate between President Donald J. Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. Wow, she actually Tonight's said former. sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates. It is conducted under health and safety protocols designed by the Commission's health security advisor. The audience here in the hall has promised to remain silent. No cheers, boos, or other interruptions, except right now, as we welcome to the stage former Vice President Of course, President I'm Joe sitting Biden at home, so I can do whatever President the fuck Donald I want. Donald J. Trump. Yay! We'll do another one for that one. say a very good evening to both of you. This debate will cover Not so much Joe Biden, major topics at the beginning of each section. Each candidate will have two minutes uninterrupted to answer my first question. The debate commission will then turn on their microphone only when it is their turn to answer, and the commission will turn it off exactly when the two minutes have expired. 
After that, both microphones will remain on, but on behalf of the voters, I'm going to ask you to please speak one at a time. The goal is for you to hear each other and for the American people to hear every word of what you both have to say. And so with that, if you're ready, let's start. And we will begin with the fight against the coronavirus. President Trump, the first question is for you. Always. The country is heading into a dangerous new phase. More than 40,000 Americans are in the hospital tonight with COVID, including record numbers here in Tennessee. And since the two of you last shared a stage, 16,000 Americans have died from COVID. So please be specific. How would you lead the country? Most likely from other cases, the and they had COVID. Two minutes. It was with COVID. So as you know, 2.2 million people modeled out were expected to die. We closed up the greatest economy in the world in order to fight this horrible disease that Which came from horse China. Shit. I it's didn't even agree with that. It's a worldwide pandemic. It's all over the world. You see the spikes in Europe and many other places right now. Uh, if you notice, the mortality rate is down 85%. Uh, the excess mortality rate is over 99% recovery. In almost any other country. And we're fighting it and we're fighting it hard. There is a spike. There was a spike in Florida and it's now gone. There was a very big spike in Texas. It's now gone. There was a very big spike in Arizona. It's now gone. Because people are, are recovering. There and surges in other places. They will soon be gone. We have a vaccine that's coming. It's ready. It's going to be announced within weeks, and it's going to they be delivered. They also released a we drug recently. Uh, Operation Warp Speed, on that which is the military is going to distribute the vaccine. I can tell you from personal experience that uh, I was in the hospital. I had it. And I got better, and I will tell you that uh, I had something that they gave me, a therapeutic, I guess they would call it. Some people could say it was a cure. But uh, I was in for a short period of time, and I got better very fast, or I wouldn't be here tonight. And now they say I'm immune. Whether it's four months or a lifetime, nobody's been able to say that. But I'm immune. no one knows uh, shit. More and more people are uh, getting better. We have... Uh, a problem that's a worldwide problem. This is a worldwide problem. But I've been congratulated by the heads Other of many the, countries the on what we've been able to do. Lockdowns, uh, with the uh, closing you, of the economy. I've actually agreed with pretty much every other decision he's done. And masks and gowns and everything else, and in particular ventilators. We're now making ventilators all over the world, thousands and thousands a month distributing them all over the world. It will go away, and as I say, we're rounding the turn, we're rounding the corner. It's going away. Okay, former Vice President Biden, to you, how would you lead the country out of this crisis? You have two minutes uninterrupted. 220,000 Americans dead. If you hear nothing else I say tonight, hear this. Anyone who's responsible for not taking control, in fact, not saying I'm I take no responsibility initially. Anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. We're in a situation Millions where of death there are a thousand every year. deaths a day now. A thousand deaths a day. And there are over 70,000 new Freaking cases rhetoric, man. per day. Something I'll spew. What's going on the here, they got. as the New England Medical Journal said, they're starting from a very low rate. We're starting from a very high rate. The expectation is we'll have another 200,000 Americans dead be time between now and the yeah, end. Yeah, just of the like year. the 2.2 million that were dead. President's own advisors have told them we could save 100,000 lives. And we're in a circumstance know where that. the president thus far has not known anything. Has like, we don't know no much about this virus, plan. but a mass works. No comprehensive plan. 
What I would do is make sure we have everyone encouraged to wear a mask all the time. I would make sure we move in the direction of rapid testing, investing in rapid testing. I would make sure. Yeah, I went and tried and get a rapid test, and it still took a week, so I don't know how rapid it is. So they can be safe and give them the wherewithal, the financial resources to be able to do that. We're in a situation now where the New England Medical Journal, one of the serious, most serious journals in the, in the whole world, said for the first time ever that this, the way this president has responded to this crisis has been absolutely tragic. And so, folks, I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. President Trump, I'd like to follow up with you and your comments. You talked about taking a therapeutic. I assume you're referencing Regeneron. You also said a vaccine will be coming within weeks. Yes. Is that a guarantee? Is, no, it's is not a guarantee, but it will be by the end of the year. But I think it has a good chance. There are two companies, I think, within a matter of weeks, and it will be distributed very quickly. So here's the thing about Trump. He's the only uh, Johnson one Johnson publicly is doing very well. that is Moderna other than is the few doctors well. that have come Pfizer out. Is doing very well, and we have numerous others. That has promoted that we're working something else besides the vaccine. countries, in particular Europe. Let me follow up with you, and because Which this is, is something new we've been touting here. You have said a vaccine is coming soon within weeks now. Your own officials say it could take well into 2021 at the earliest for enough Americans to get vaccinated. And even then, they say the country will be wearing masks and distancing into 2022. Is your timeline realistic? No, I think my timeline is going to be more accurate. I don't know that they're counting on the military the way I do, but we have our generals lined up, one in particular that's the head of logistics. And this is a very easy distribution for him. He's ready to go as soon as we have the vaccine. And we expect to have 100 million vials. As soon as we have the vaccine, he's ready to go. Vice President wow, Biden, your reaction country, and just 40% of Americans it. say they would definitely agree to take a coronavirus vaccine if it was approved by the government. What steps would you take yeah, to give Americans they've done everything confidence right so far, right? in a vaccine if it were approved? Make sure it's totally transparent. Have the scientists of the world see it, know it, look at it. Go through all the processes. And by the way, he's, this is the same fellow who told you this is going to end by Easter last time. This is the same fellow who told you that, don't worry, we're going to end this by the summer. We're about to go into a dark winter, a dark winter. And he has no clear plan, and there's no prospect that there's going to be a vaccine available for the majority of the American people before the middle of next year. President Trump, your reaction, he says you I have no plan. I don't think we're going to have a dark winter and, at all. We're opening up our country. We've learned and studied and understand the disease, which we didn't at the beginning. Except for the when I closed Democratic and states, they're China not opening up. From coming in heavily infected and then ultimately Europe. But China was in January. Months later, he was saying I was xenophobic. I did it too soon. Now he's saying, oh, I should have uh, I should have you know, closed moved sooner. Quicker. Yeah. But he didn't move quicker. He was months behind me, many months behind me. And frankly, he ran the H1N1 swine flu, and it was a total disaster, far less lethal, but it was a total disaster. Had that had this kind of numbers, 700,000 people would be dead right now, but it was a far less lethal disease. Uh, look, his own person who ran that for him, who, as you know, was his uh, chief of staff, said, it was catastrophic. It was horrible. We didn't know what we were doing. Now he comes up and he tells us how to do this. Also, everything that he said about the way every single move that he said we should make, that's what we've done. We've done all of it. But he was way behind us. Yeah, Vice President he has been toting uh, Trump's plan the entire time. He is xenophobic, but not because he shut down 
access from China. That's exactly what. After 40 countries what the hell? Done that. In addition to you that, can't we, be shitting we me. made sure that we had 44 people that were in there in China trying to get to Wuhan to determine what exactly the source was. What did the president say in January? He said, no, he said, this is, he's being transparent. The president of China is being transparent. We owe him a debt of gratitude. We, ought to, we have to thank him. And, and then what happened was, we started talking about what using the Defense was? Act to make sure we go out and get whatever is needed out there to protect people. And again, I go back to this. He had nothing. He did virtually nothing. And Talk then he did virtually nothing. And he talks about. You see, everyone keeps all, on saying, worry, all the Democrats say he did nothing. Come on. There's not another serious scientist in the world who thinks it's going to be over soon. President Trump, your reaction? I say over soon. I say we're learning to live with it. We have no choice. We can't lock ourselves up in a basement like Joe does. He has the, <laughs> he has the ability to lock himself up. I don't know. He's obviously made a lot of money someplace. Uh, I love this guy. But he has guy. this thing about living in a basement. He's People like, can't I'm in do a basement? That. Like, By the way, uh, I, as the president, couldn't do that. I'd love to put myself in the basement or in a beautiful room in the White House and go away for a year and a half until it disappears. Right. I can't do that. And Kirsten, every t every meeting I had, every meeting I had, and I'd meet a lot of families, including Gold Star families and military families, every meeting I had, and I had to meet them. I had to. It would be horrible to have canceled everything. I said, you know, this is dangerous. And you catch it. And, you know, I caught it. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Great doctors, great hospitals. And now I recovered. 999 of young people recover. 99% of people recover. We have to recover. We can't close up our nation. We have to open our school, and we can't close up our nation, or you're not going to have a nation. And of course, the CDC Very has simple. said young people can get sick with COVID-19 and can pass it. Vice President Biden, I want to talk about And they recover like super fast. Though. His own son got that. sick. 30 seconds, please, 30 and then I have a question. No, number one, he says that we're, uh, you know, we're learning to live with it. People are learning to die with it. Oh, shut up. have an empty chair at the kitchen table. This you are fake that news. man or wife going to bed tonight and reaching over <laughs> to try to touch their out of habit where their wife or husband was is gone. See, this Learning is more fear-mongering. This Come is on. more... We're dying with it because he has never said, you see, you said it's dangerous. When's the last time? Is it really dangerous still? Are we dangerous? You tell the people it's dangerous now? What should they do about the danger? And you say, I take no responsibility. Let me talk about your two. Excuse me, I take, full, I take full responsibility. It's not my fault that it came here. It's China's fault. And you know what? It's not Joe's fault that it came here either. It's China's fault. They kept it from going into the rest of China for the most part, but they didn't keep it from coming out to the world, including Europe and ourselves. I have to admit, as of right now, the fact is that they're, uh, we knew it was coming. The moderator isn't so bad. What happened? What did the president say? I can't say? complain. He said, don't worry. She's doing pretty good. It's going to go away. And yeah, she's Easter. a Democrat. I know. Warm Giving weather. her props. Don't worry. Maybe in Don't say I don't do it. kidding when he mm -hmm. said that. A lot of people thought it was serious. A whole range of things the president has said. Even today, <laughs> he thinks we are in One control. We're about to that. lose 200,000 more people. President Trump. Look, perhaps just to finish this, uh, I was kidding on that, but just to finish this, uh, when I closed, he said I shouldn't have closed. And that went on for months. What yeah. Nancy Pelosi said the same thing. She was dancing on the streets in Chinatown in San Francisco. But when I closed, he said, this is a terrible thing. You're xenophobic. I think he called me racist even. And because he I was closing it to China. I remember now all he that. says I should have closed it earlier. 
It just, Joe, it doesn't work. I didn't say either of those things. You did? You are fake news. Oh, my gosh. You totally did. It wasn't about closing the border to Chinese. It was. Coming to the United States. You totally called him out and said he was xenophobic. You fucking lying douche. I shouldn't have closed the border. That's obvious. Is that, do you want to respond to that quickly, Vice President Biden? Okay. No, Let's talk about your different strategies toward dealing with this. Mr. Vice President, you suggested you would support new shutdowns if scientists recommended it. What do you say to Americans who are fearful that the cost of shutdowns, the impact on the economy, the higher rates of hunger, depression, domestic and substance abuse outweighs the risk of exposure to the virus? What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. It's his you want to shut down the, the country. Bi- Cause the country to have to shut down in large part. You, why businesses have gone under, why schools are closed, why so many people have lost their living, and why they're concerned. Those other concerns are real. That's why he should have been, instead of in a sand trap in his golf course, he should have been negotiating. You keep bringing that up. Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats and Republicans. You take one day off. What to do Obama took like four days off in a week. Of he only worked like one sure or two days a week. Had the capacity. But you haven't ruled out more shutdowns. Well, no, I, I'm not shutting down the name, but there are, look, the look, need standard. Uh, uh, the standard uh, is if you have on, a man. reproduction rate in a community that's above a certain level, everybody says, slow up, more social distancing, do not open Only Democrats bars do. And do not open gymnasiums, do not open until you get this under control, under more control. But when you do open, give the people the capacity to be able to open and have the capacity to do it safely. For example, schools. Schools, they need a lot of money to open. They need to deal with ventilation systems. They need to deal with smaller classes, more teachers, more pods. And he's refused to support that money, or at least up to now. Let's talk about schools. President well, Trump, I, I you... think we have to respond, if I might. Please, and then I have a follow-up. Thank you, and I appreciate that. Look, all he does is talk about shutdowns, but forget about him. His Democrat governors, Cuomo in New York, you look at what's going on in California, you look at Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Democrats, Democrats all, they're shut down so tight mm-hmm. and they're dying. They're dying. Yeah. And these he supports are all these all people. Dying. All he talks about I know, about I'm in one of them. No, we're not going to shut down and we have to open our schools. And it's like, as an example, I have a young son. He also tested positive. By the time I spoke to the doctor the second time, he was fine. It just went away. Young people, I guess it's their immune system. Let me follow up with you, President Trump. You've demanded schools open in person and insist they can do it safely. But just yesterday, Boston became the latest city to move its public school system entirely online after a coronavirus spike. What is your message to parents who worry that sending their children to school will endanger not only their kids, but also their teachers and families? I want to open the schools. Uh, The transmittal rate to the teachers is... Uh, very small, but I want to open the schools. We have to open our country. We're not going to have a country. We're not going to have a country. We can't do this. We can't keep this country closed. Mm -hmm. This is a massive country with a massive economy. People are losing their jobs. They're committing suicide. There's depression, alcohol, drugs at a level that I thought the treatment couldn't be worse than the... There's abuse, uh, tremendous abuse. Than the disease. We have to open our country. You know, I've said it often. The cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. <laughs> there you go. what's happening. And he wants to close down. He'll close down the country if one person in our, in our massive bureaucracy says we should close it down. Vice President Biden, your Simply response. not true. We ought to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. We ought to be able to safely open. But would they need resources to open? You need to be able to, for example, if you're going to open a business, have social distancing. Says the, the guy business. who's never opened a business. You need to have, if you have a restaurant, you need to have plexiglass dividers so people cannot 
infect one another. You need to what? be in a position where you can take testing rapidly and know whether a person is, in fact, infected. Those are you need to be able way. to trace. You need to be able to provide the, all the resources that are needed to do this. And that is not inconsistent with saying that what we're going to make sure that we open safely. And by the way, all you teachers out there, not that many of you are going to die, so don't worry about it. So don't worry about it. Come on. President Trump, let me follow up with you quickly. By the way, I will say this. If you go and look at what's happened to New York, it's a ghost town. It's a ghost town. And when you yeah, talk about plexiglass, these are restaurants about that are in dying. the country. Like these are businesses with I think no the money. number one economy in the, in the country. Plexiglass is unbelievably expensive, and it's not the answer. I mean, you are that or California? It's number one or two? I think it's number one. Plastic. It's these are businesses that are. Put in the comments. Joe. Look it up. You can't do that to people. You what just you can't can. take a look at New York and what's happened to my wonderful city for. For so many years, I loved it. It was vibrant. It's dying. Everyone's leaving New York. Take a look Vice at President what New Biden. York has done in terms of the, turning the curve down in terms of the number of people dying. And I don't look at this in terms of the way he does. Blue states and red states. They're all the United States. And look at the states that are having such a spike in the coronavirus. Blue states. They're the red states. They're not the red. They're the, the, red. The, <laughs> the states in the upper Midwest. That's where the spike is occurring significantly. But they're all Americans. They're all Americans. And what we have to do is say, wear these masks, number one. Make sure we get the help that the businesses need that has money's already been passed to do that. It's been out there since the beginning of the summer, and nothing's happened. President, New York has lost more than 40,000 people, 11,000 people in nursing homes. President Trump, what when about... When you say spike, take a look at what's happening in Pennsylvania, where they've had it closed. Take a look at what's happening with your friend in Michigan, where her husband's the only one allowed to do anything. Yeah. It's been like a prison. What's up with that? Now it was just ruled unconstitutional. Take a look at North Carolina. They're having spikes, and they've been closed. And they're getting killed financially. We can't let that happen, Joe. You can't let that happen. We have to open up. And we understand the disease. We have to protect our seniors. We have to protect our elderly. We have to protect especially our seniors with heart problems and diabetes problems. And we will protect them. We have the best testing in the world by far. That's why we have so many cases. Let me follow up with you before we move on to our next section. President Trump, this week you called Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's best-known infectious disease expert, quote, a disaster. You described him and other medical experts as, quote, idiots. If you're not listening to them, who are you listening to? Let, let me, fight this? I'm listening to all of them, including Anthony. I get along very well with Anthony. But he did say, don't wear masks. He did say, as you know, this is not going to be a problem. Uh, I think he's a Democrat, but that's okay. He said, this is not going to be a problem. I think he's a Democrat. Just had to throw that in there real quick. <laughs> I said... Anthony Fauci said, and others, I love it. and many others, and I'm not knocking him. All the sensitive knew. people Look, out there hate him, but I love it. Nobody knew what this thing was. Nobody knew where it was coming from, what it was. We've learned a lot. But Anthony said, don't wear masks. Now he wants to wear masks. I know. Anthony so also said, everything's been. Back. Exact words. Here's his exact words. Oh, you don't need this to do this. No now you need this to do this. Now you don't need to do this. Now you need to do this. make mistakes. He happens to be a good person. Vice President right. Biden, your response quickly, and then we're going to move on to the next section. My response is that think about what the president knew in January and didn't tell the American people. He was told this was a serious virus that spread in the air, and it was much worse than, much worse than the flu. He went on record and said to one of your colleagues, recorded, that in fact he knew how dangerous it was, but he didn't want to tell us. 
He didn't want to tell us because he didn't want us to Yeah, because Obama and Biden told everything while they were panic. president and vice president. He panicked. But guess what? In the meantime, we find out in the New York Times the other day that, in fact, his folks went to Wall Street and said this is a really dangerous thing. And a memo out of that meeting, not from his administration, but from some of the brokers, said sell short because we've got to get moving. It's a dangerous problem. Well, this is I'm going to give you 30 seconds to respond, and then we're going to move Wall Street one, I don't know. Somebody went to Wall Street. You're the one that takes all the money from Wall Street. I don't take <laughs> it. You, you have raised a lot of money, tremendous amounts of money. And every time you raise money, deals are made, you know. I could raise so much more money as president and as somebody that knows most of those people. I could call the heads I love of how he just likes the points. heads of he every company in America. I would blow away every record, but I don't want to do that because it puts me in a bad position. And then you bring up Wall Street. You shouldn't be bringing up Wall Street no. because you're the one that takes the money from Wall yep. Street, not me. I could, I could blow away your records that, <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. We don't need money. We have plenty of money. In fact... We beat Hillary Clinton with a tiny fraction of the money that she was able to. All right, to gentlemen, we're going to move on. Don't tell me about Average we're contribution, $43. All right, we're going to move on to our next section, which is national security. And I do want to start with the security <laughs> of our elections and some breaking news from overnight. Just last night, top intelligence officials confirmed again that both Russia and Iran are working to influence this election. Both countries have obtained U.S. voter registration. You are fake news. Officials say, and Iran sent intimidating messages to Florida voters. This question goes to you, Mr. Vice President. What would you do Former. to put an end to this threat? You have two minutes uninterrupted. I made it clear, and I ask everyone else to take the pledge. I made it clear that any country, no matter who it is, that interferes in American elections will pay a price. They will pay a price. And it's been overwhelmingly clear this election, I won't even get into the last one, this election, that Russia has been involved, China has been involved to some degree, and now we learn that, that, uh, that uh, Iran is involved. They will pay a price if I'm elected. And it's funny is because they're actually pushing sovereignty. for Democrats. That's what's please. going they on want right Biden now. They're interfering with American Everyone he sovereignty. just mentioned. And to the best of my knowledge, I don't think the president said anything to Putin about it. I don't think he's stalking them a lot. I don't think he said a word. I don't know why he hadn't said a word to Putin about it. And I don't know what he has recently said, if anything, to the positive or negative, the news would be all over it and turn into a negative to the Iranians. But the point is this, folks. We are in a situation where we have foreign company countries trying to interfere in the outcome of our election. His old, own national security advisor told him that what is happening with his buddy, well, I, won't, I shouldn't, well, I will. His buddy, Rudy Giuliani, he's being used as a Russian pawn. He's being fed information that is Russian, that is not true. And then what happens? Oh, I got to respond to text. And then you this is going to be a long video, so might as everything well. Everything that's going on here about Russia is wanting to make sure that I do not get elected the next president of the United States because they know I know them and they know me. I don't understand why this president is unwilling to take on Putin when he's actually paying bounties to kill American soldiers in Afghanistan, when he's engaged in activities that are trying to destabilize all of NATO. I don't know why he doesn't do it, but it's worth asking the question, why isn't that being done? Any country that interferes with us will, in fact, pay a price because they're affecting our sovereignty. President Trump. Same question to you. To let, me let me ask the yeah. question. You're going to have two minutes yeah. to respond. For two elections in a row now, there has been substantial interference from foreign adversaries. What would you do in your next term to put an end to this? Two minutes. Well, let me respond to the first part, as Joe answered. Joe got $3.5 million from Russia, and it came through Putin because he was very friendly with the 
former mayor they have of documents. Moscow, and it was the mayor of Moscow's wife. It's not even like you got three hearsay. And a half million dollars. Your family got three and a half million dollars. There's actual and, documentation you know, on it. You're going to have to explain why did you get three and a half. I never got any money from Russia. I don't get money from Russia. Now, about your thing last night. And here he is. John, he's laughing because he's like. <laughs> John, John Redcliffe, <laughs> who was fantastic. <laughs> DNI, he said, the one thing that's common to both of them, they both want you to lose. Because there has been nobody tougher to Russia with, between the sanctions. Nobody tougher than me on Russia. Between the sanctions, between all of what I've done with NATO. You know, I've got the NATO countries to put up an extra $130 billion, going to $420 billion a year. Yeah, because they had to because we pulled Russia. out. I sold, while he was selling pillows and sheets, I sold tank busters to Ukraine. There has been nobody tougher on Russia than Donald Trump. And I'll tell you, they were so bad. They took over the, the submarine port. You remember that very well. During your <laughs> term, during you and Barack Obama, they <laughs> took over a big part of what should have been Ukraine. You handed it to them. But you were getting a lot of money from Russia. They were paying you a lot of money. And, and Ukraine they and China. Are. But now, with what came out today, China. it's even worse. All of the emails, the emails, the horrible emails of the kind of money that you were raking in, you and your family. And Joe, you were vice president when some of this was happening, and it should have never happened. And I think you owe an explanation to the American people. Why is it? Somebody just had a news conference a little while ago who was essentially supposed to work with you and your family. But what he said was damning. And Regardless of me, I think you have to clean it up and talk to the American people. Maybe you can do it right now. Vice well President said. Biden, you may respond. I like that. And then I do I, want to follow up on the election security. I have not taken a penny from any foreign source ever in my life. We learned that this president because I have it go through my son in China has a secret bank account. My son China, gives me all the money that he makes. China, <laughs> and in fact, ten percent is talking about look it up. taking money. I have not taken a single penny from any country whatsoever, ever. Oh, my son Number does. One. Number two, this is a president. I have released all of my tax returns. 22 years. Go look at them. 22 years of my oh, tax Oh, here returns. comes the tax. You have tax not returns released again. a single solitary year of your tax return. What are you hiding? Why are you unwilling? The foreign countries are paying you a lot. Russia's paying you a lot. China's paying you a lot. And your hotels and all your businesses all around the country all around the world. And China's building a new road to a new ga uh, a, a golf course you have overseas. So what's going on here? Why don't release your tax return or stop talking about corruption? President Trump, your response. First of all, I called my accountants, underwrote it. I'm going to release them as soon as we can. I want to do it. And it'll show how successful, how great this company is. But much more importantly than that, people were saying $750. I asked them a week ago, I said, what did I pay? They said, sir, you prepaid tens of millions of dollars. I prepaid my tax. Tens over the last number of years. Tens of millions of dollars I prepaid. Because at some point they think it's an estimate. They think I may have to pay tax. So I already prepaid it. Nobody told me that. Did your accountant Nobody tell told you, you that. Excuse them? me. And it wasn't written. Whenever they write this, they keep talking about $750, which I think is a filing fee. But let me just tell you. I prepaid millions and millions of dollars in taxes, number one. Number two, I don't make money from China. You do. I don't make money from Ukraine. You do. I don't make money from Russia. 
You made three and a half million dollars, Joe, and your son gave you. They even have a statement that we have to give 10% to the big man. You're the big man, I think. I don't know. Maybe you're not, but you're the big man, I think. Your son said the we big have to guy. give 10% to the big man. Joe, what's that all about? It's terrible. All right, gentlemen, I it's want to a, ask you both some questions about all of this. To but I'm going to let you both respond very quickly. You just said you spoke to your accountant yes. about potential. I'm not going to lie. She's doing pretty good. Release them. Do you I'm, I'm the order. I'm Give her mad props. Worse than the Tea Party got treated. Much better than the last two that did it. Deep down in the IRS, at least for uh, was it Wallace for Trump and Biden and and uh, what's it called the uh, VP, whatever that douche her name was. As soon as we're completed with the deal, I want to release it, but I have paid millions and millions of dollars, and it's worse than paying. I paid in advance. It's called prepaying your taxes. Okay. I paid in advance. I want to ask you sure. both about questions regarding your potential foreign entanglements and questions that have been raised to give you both a chance Some to talk about this evidence. more broadly. Respond very quickly, and then I'll get to my question. Why did he, he's been saying this for four years? Show us. Just show us. Stop playing around. You've been saying for four Everybody years you're going to release your taxes. Nobody knows, Mr. President. What they do okay. know is you're not paying your taxes or your paying taxes that are so low. When last time he said what he paid, he said, I only pay that little because I'm smart. I know how to game the system. Come yeah. On. Come on, folks. So, Talk to any major conglomerate business owner. To both of you sure. I was put through a phony witch hunt for three years. Fact. It started before I even got elected. Yep, fact. In spite of my campaign, Improving. no president should ever have to go through what I went through. Let me just say this. Mueller and 18 angry Democrats and FBI agents all over the place spent $48 million. They went through everything I had, including my tax returns, and they found absolutely no collusion and nothing wrong. Yeah, people forget about million. that. I like, he was under I investigation, and he gave him everything. I could find plenty wrong, because right. the kind of things that you've done and the kind of monies that your family has taken... I'm so glad I mean, Trump is bringing this up. Money in Iraq, I'm so glad he's bringing this dollars. up. Your other brother made a fortune, and it's all through you, Joe, and they say you get some of it, and you do live very well. You have houses all over the place. You live very well. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, let me just ask oh, some yeah. questions about all of Back. this broadly. Vice President Biden, there have been questions laugh. about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. Here's the deal. With regard to Ukraine. Look it up, man. We had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma, a company, that somehow I had done something wrong. Yet every single solitary person when he was going through his impeachment, testifying under oath who worked for him, said, I did my job impeccably. I carried out U.S. policy. Not one single solitary thing was out of line. Not a single thing, number one. Number two, the guy who got in trouble in Ukraine was this guy trying to bribe the Ukrainian government to say something negative about me. You are fake news. Do and did not do because it never, ever, ever happened. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. <laughs> Never President Trump, let me, let me ask way, my question to you. Wait, could I just one, one thing? Very quickly. His son 
didn't have a job for a long time, was sadly no longer in the military service. I won't get into that. And he didn't have a job. As soon as he became vice president, Burisma, not the best look, not the best reputation in the world. I hear they paid him 183,000 a month. Listen to this. 183, <laughs> and they gave him a $3 million upfront payment. All right. And he had no I'm, energy. I'm going to let the vice president That's respond to that quickly, and then dishonest. I need to get to a question to you very no quickly. No basis for that. Everybody investigated that. No one said anything he did was wrong in Ukraine. Okay, President Trump, this is for you. Since you took office, you've never divested from your business. You've personally promoted God, your properties All he can do is deny, 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 but the evidence week, is coming this out. This reference does indicate that your company has a bank account in China. So mm -hmm. how can voters know that you don't have any foreign conflicts of interest? I have many bank accounts, and they're all listed, and they're all over the place. I mean, I was a businessman doing business. The bank account you're referring to, which is everybody knows about it, it's listed. The bank account was in... 2013. That's what it was. It was opened and do it was closed in 2015, I believe. And then I decided because I was going to do I was thinking about doing a deal in China like millions of other people. I was thinking about it and I decided I'm not going to do it. Didn't like it. I decided not to do it. Had an account open and I closed it. Okay. Excuse me. And then unlike him where he's vice president and he does business I then decided to run for president after that. That was before. So I closed it before I even ran for president, let alone became president. Big difference. He there is, is a big the difference. vice president of the United States. That was well said. And his son, his brother, and his other brother are getting rich. They're like a vacuum cleaner. They're sucking okay, up money president every Trump, place thank you. We do not need to true. move on. I do want to ask it's not you, true. Biden, I haven't China. touched any money from a foreign entity because I get it through my president son Trump and my brother. They should pay but for that's different. Not that being fully it. transparent yeah. in regards to the coronavirus. If you were president, would you make China pay? And please be specific. What would that look like? What I'd make China do is play by the international rules, not like he has done. He has caused How you the enforce deficit that? of China to go up, How? not down, with China, up, not down. We are making sure that in order to do business in China, you have to give all your intellectual property. You have to get a, have a partner in China. It's 51%. We would not do that at all, number one. Number two, we're in a situation where China would have to play by the rules internationally as well. They don't when know. I with Xi, that, and uh, when I was still vice president, he said, we're setting up air identification zones in the, in the South China Sea. You can't fly through them. I said, we're going to fly through them. We just flew B-52, B-1 bombers through it. We're not going to pay attention. They have to play by the rules. And what's he do? He embraces guys You don't like play by the rules. Why would they? like in North Korea and, and, uh, and the Chinese president and Putin and others. <laughs> I love and he Trump. pokes his finger out of all of our friends, <laughs> all of our allies. We make up only, we're 25%, 25% of the world's economy. We need to be having. Oh, the rest he's of got some. I can see Trump has China. got something. These are the rules. You play by them, or you're oh, going to pay the serious. price for not paying by them economically. That's the way I will run it, and that's what we did in upholding steel tariffs and a range of other things when we were president, vice president. All right, let's talk oh, about oh, North oh, Korea. Oh, oh. Let, Excuse me, no, I have to yes. respond to that. Okay, very quickly, and then we're going to move on. Billion ah! and a half dollars from China to not manage after true. spending ten minutes in office and being in Air Force Two. Number one. Number two. There's a very strong email talking about your family wanting to make $10 million a year 
for introductions. President Trump on China policy. <laughs> she cut him off. Oh, wow. It's like, we are not going there. China pay. You've said you're going to First make of all, them pay. China is paying. They're paying billions and billions of dollars. I just gave $28 billion. New sanctions? I just gave $28 billion to our farmers. Taxpayers' China, money. It's what? Taxpayers' money. Didn't no, come no, from yeah, China. you know the taxpayer is, it's called China. China <laughs> and you know what they did to pay it, Joe? They devalued their currency, and they also paid up. And you know who got the money? Our farmers, our great farmers, because they were targeted. You never charged them anything. Oh, that was great. Also, I charged them 25% on dumped steel because they were killing our steel industry. We were not going to have a steel industry. Okay. And now we have a steel okay. industry. Okay, Vice President Biden, your response, please. Our response is, look. This isn't about... There's a now he's focusing he's on the camera again. Bringing up all this malarkey. Oh, here comes the malarkey. He doesn't want to talk about the, the, the substantive issues. It's not about his family and my family. It's about your family. And your family's hurting badly. If you're making less than... If you're a middle-class family, you're getting hurt badly that right number. now. You're sitting at the kitchen table this morning deciding, well, we can't get new tires. They're bald because we have to wait another month or so. Or are we going to be able to pay the mortgage? Or who's going to tell her she can't go back to, to community college? They're and the open up the damn making. economy. In the middle-class families like Talking about doing it safely, and yet you're talking about trouble. at the same we time. We should be talking about your families, but that's the last thing Talking about families that are struggling financially. I want to talk about You're such a fucking hypocrite. Please. Ten seconds, Mr. President. That's Ten a seconds. Typical political statement. Let's get off this China thing, and then he looks the family around the table, everything. Yeah. He's a typical politician. When I see that, let's talk I'm about not North a typical Korea politician. Okay, that's President. why I got elected. That's, that's why I voted let's for Let's get off the subject of China. Let's talk around sitting around. Because he wasn't the table. a politician. Come on, Joe, you can do better. We're going to talk about North Korea now. President Frankly, Trump met still with isn't. North Korean leader Kim Jong Un three times. You've talked about your beautiful letters with him. You've touted the fact that there hasn't been a war or a long-range missile. Test, and yet North Korea recently rolled out its biggest ever intercontinental ballistic missile and continues to develop its nuclear arsenal. Do you see that as a betrayal of the relationship you no. forged? Just 30 seconds here because we need to get on to the next So segment. when I met with Barack Obama, we sat in the White House right at the beginning, had a great conversation. It was supposed to be 15 minutes and it was well over an hour. He said the biggest problem we have with North is North Korea. He indicated we will be in a war with North Korea. Guess what? It would be a nuclear war, and he does have plenty of nuclear capability. In the meantime, I have a very good relationship with him. Different kind of a guy, but he probably thinks the same thing about me. <laughs> we have a different kind of a relationship. We have a very good relationship, and there's no war. And, you know, about oh, two months ago, war. he broke into a First time and said, oh, there's going to be trouble. I said, no, they're not. I, I can remember that. even being and a kid. Like, Look. Instead there's of being in a storm war, millions of people, Seoul, you know, is 25 miles war, away. War after war, after war, all grown up. Millions, 32 million people in Seoul. Millions of people would be okay. dead right now. President we Trump, that's 30 seconds. Thank you. Vice President Biden, to you, North Korea conducted four nuclear tests under the Obama administration. Why do you think you would be able to rein in this persistent they threat? Because I make it clear, which we were making clear to China, they had to be part of the deal because here's the re I made it clear and as a spokesperson. You get my robot hand chopping. That they said, why are you moving your missile defense up so Kung close? Fu grip. Why are you moving more forces here? Why are you continuing to do uh, um, uh, military maneuvers with South Korea? I said, because 
North Korea is a problem, and we're going to continue to do it so we can control them. So we can have our sure war. We can control them. And Democrats sure want war. Not hurt us. Don't, don't and so let anybody do fool you. About it, they want war. If not, it, it's going to continue. It's just their what thing. What has he done? He's legitimized. Um, and I'll even say some Republicans. I mean, I'll go back to Bush. Thug, he wanted war. A thug. Uh, and he Bush Senior. How we're better off. You know, he was for war. Much more capable missiles. You know, it, it's able to reach U.S. territory much more easily than ever did before. Let me follow up with you, Vice President Biden. You've said you wouldn't meet with Kim Jong-un without preconditions. Are there any conditions under which you would meet with him? On the condition that he would agree that he would be drawing down his nuclear capacity to get that the Korean Peninsula should be nuclear-free zone. All right, Here's the problem. Trump is actually American talking to these people. They tried to meet with him. They tried to meet with him. He I wouldn't didn't. do it. He and didn't like yeah, Obama. Trump's correct. He didn't like him. He wouldn't do it. Okay, you know, I gotta give fact, him a chance tried, to respond to that before he wouldn't we move do on. It. And know, that's I, okay. You know what? North Korea, we're not in a war. We have a good relationship. You know, people don't I mean, good relationship good considering relationship where we are at. We have, a lot a of we have a lot of questions to get yes, to. Not Your response. Saying we had a good relationship with Hitler before he, in fact, invaded Europe, the rest of Europe. Come on. The reason he would not meet with President Obama is because President Obama said, we're going to talk about denuclearization. We're not going to legitimize you, and we're going to continue to put stronger and stronger sanctions on you. That's why he wouldn't meet with us. All right, let's move happen. on. Let's Excuse move on me. and talk he about American families. He left me families. a mess, Kristen. President Trump, okay, we they do need to move on. left me a mess. North Korea was a mess. We and in fact, if you so remember the first two or three months, tonight, there was a very Trump. dangerous period in my first three months before we sort of worked things out a little bit. Okay. There was a very They left us a mess. And Obama would be, I they think, wanted war the first with to North say Korea. it was the single biggest That's problem what they were he pushing. thought that our country Okay, would. let's move on to American families and the economy. One of the issues that's most important to them is health care, as you both know. Today, there was a key vote on a new Supreme Court justice. Amy Coney Barrett, and health care is at the center of her confirmation fight. Over 20 million Americans get resume. their health insurance through the Affordable Care Freaking Act. Joke. It's headed to the Supreme Court, and your administration, Mr. President, is advocating for the court to overturn it. If the Supreme Court does overturn that law, those 20 million Americans could lose their health insurance almost overnight. So, and what 60 would you million do Americans could actually gain back their insurance. Sure. First of all, I've already done something that nobody thought was possible. Through the legislature, I terminated the individual mandate. That is the worst part of Obamacare. Oh, that was it. horrible. The individual mandate where you have to pay a fortune for the privilege of not having to pay for bad health insurance. I terminated. It's gone. Now it's in court because Obamacare is no good. But then I made a decision. Run it as well as you can to my people, great people. Run it as well as you can. I could have gone the other route and made everybody very unhappy. They <laughs> ran it. Uh, Wouldn't be premiums the first time. Are down, everything's down. Here's the problem. No matter how well you run it, it's no good. Right. What we'd like to do is terminate it. We have the individual mandate done. I don't know that it's going to work. If we don't win, we will have to run it, and we'll have Obamacare, but it'll be better run. But it no longer is Obamacare, because without the individual mandate, it's much different. Pre-existing conditions will always stay. What I would like to do is a much better health care, much better will always protect people with pre-existing. So I'd like to terminate Obamacare, come up with a brand new, beautiful health care. The Democrats will do it because there'll be tremendous pressure on them, and we might even have the House by that time, and I think we're going to win the House. God okay, willing. We'll see, but I think we're going to win the House. But come up with a better health care, 
always protecting people with pre-existing conditions. I have a feeling that he already has a plan. He's he's waiting to that have great private let it out. Far more than we're talking about with Obamacare. Joe Biden is going to terminate all of those policies. These are people that love their health care. People, people that forget have been Trump successful, is like, middle income people tries to think 10 steps ahead. They have 180 million plans, 180 million people, families. Under what he wants to do, which will basically be socialized medicine, he won't even have a choice. They want to terminate 180 million plans. We have done an incredible job on health care, and we're going to do even better. Okay, Let Vice President Biden, yes, this is for you. Your health care plan calls for building wow, on they Obamacare. Have cut so my it question out, like is, said. what is your plan if the law is ruled unconstitutional by the Supreme Court? You have two minutes uninterrupted. What I'm going to do is pass Obamacare with a public option. It'll become Biden care. The public option. Biden care. Option Did he seriously just say that? If you, in fact, do not have the wherewithal to be, if you qualify for Medicaid and you do not have the wherewithal in your state to get Medicaid, you automatically are enrolled, providing competition for insurance companies. That's what's going to happen. Secondly, we're going to make sure we reduce the premiums and reduce drug prices by making sure that there's competition that doesn't exist now by allowing the Medicare to negotiate drug prices with This the is exactly what companies. Trump's doing. Thirdly, the idea that I want to eliminate private Trump has insurance. Trump's been doing the all of this. Why I had such a fight for with 20 candidates for the nomination was I support private insurance. That's why I did not one single why do you want socialized medicine would lose their insurance under my plan, nor did they under Obamacare. They did not lose their insurance unless they chose they wanted to go to something else. Lastly, we're going to make sure we're in a but you situation just skyrocketed their premium. Actually protect pre-existing So they couldn't no afford it, and then they got rid of it because they couldn't None, afford it zero. anymore. You can't do it in the ether. He's been talking about this for a long time. There is no, he's never come up with a plan. I guess we're going to get the pre-existing condition plan the same time we get the infrastructure plan that we've been waiting for since 17, 18, 19, and 20. The fact, I still have a, little, a few more minutes. I know you're getting anxious. The, <laughs> the fact is that there, he's already cost the American people because of his terrible handling of the COVID virus and the economic spillover. 10 million people have lost their private insurance and he wants to take away 20 because you shut down the economy people have it under Obama well, not him and over but the Democrat million people with pre-existing instead of opening and all the, the states from COVID are going to and getting people back to work what are yeah they people do? lost their job people were laid off this is why I disagree with the uh, even with President Trump on closing everything medicine. down what do you say to people who have concerns that your health care plan which includes a government insurance option takes the country one step closer to a health care system run entirely by the government. What's I say it's ridiculous. It's like saying that, you know, we're uh, the idea that the fact that there's a public option that people can choose that makes it a socialist plan. Look, the difference between the president, I think, health care. You made it to where people can't choose. It's a right. They get Everyone fine. You have the right to it, have affordable health care. And I am very proud right, of my it's plan. A service. It's gotten endorsed by. All the major labor unions, as well as as well as a whole range of other people who, in fact, are concerned in the medical field. This is something that's going to save people's lives, and this is going to give some people an opportunity, an opportunity to have health care for their children. How many of you home are worried and rolling around in bed tonight, wondering what in God's name you're going to do if you get sick, because you've lost your home insurance, your your, your health insurance, your company's gone under. We have to provide health insurance for people at an affordable rate, and that's what I do. 
President Excuse Trump, me, he was your there response. for 47 years. He didn't do it. <laughs> right. He was now there as vice president for eight years, and it's not like it was 25 years ago. It was three and three quarters. It was just a little while ago, right? Less than four years ago. He didn't do anything. He didn't do it. He wants socialized medicine, and it's not that he wants it. His vice president, I mean, she is, is more liberal than Bernie Sanders and wants it even more. Bernie Sanders wants it. The Democrats want it. You're going to have socialized medicine, just like you went with fracking. We're not going to have fracking. We're going to stop fracking. <laughs> We're going to stop fracking. Then he goes to Pennsylvania after he gets a nomination where he got very lucky to get it. And he goes to Pennsylvania <laughs> and he says, oh, we're going to have fracking. And you never asked that question. And by the way, so far, I respect very much the way you're handling this, I have to say. By the way. But somebody should ask the question. You can ask he, he goes for a year. There will be we no have a, fracking. We, have, there we will do be have no a number control. of we have a number of topics. No, we're no, but that's, to. a big, we, that's a big question. We're going to get to but we're going to get to the same thing topics. with socialized. But, but we're not going to ask it. We have lots of questions. We're not going to ask that one. People deserve to have affordable health care. Period. 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 And the Biden care proposal will, in fact, provide for that affordable health care, lower premiums. And what we're going to do is going to cost some money. It's going to cost over $750 billion over 10 years to do it. Uh, where do you think that money is going to come from? The rich? Plans, the cheaper plans, lower your premiums. He just admitted that they're going to raise taxes. Billing and have your drug prices drop significantly. He keeps talking about it. He hasn't done a thing for anybody on health care. Not a thing. Tristan, when Very he quickly, says, he reduced, he says oh my gosh, about he reduced drug medicine. prices, especially on insulin. And, and when he talks about a public option, he took away the mandatory fee for Obamacare. Totally destroyed and destroying your about? social security. And this whole country will come down. You know, Bernie Sanders tried it. In his state. He tried it in his state. His governor was a very liberal governor. They want to make it work. Okay. It, let's hear it was let's let Vice President Biden to work. respond. It doesn't Vice work. President he's Biden a very confused guy. He thinks he's running against somebody else. He's running against Joe Biden. I beat all those other people because I disagreed with them. Joe Biden he's running against. And the idea that we're in a situation that they're going to destroy Medicare. With him. This is the guy that the actuary Medicare said. And he chose a VP fact, that, that, you know, Security. straight up told him he was if racist. In fact, he continues to withhold, <laughs> figure that one. To withhold the tax on Social Security. I'll show you I'm not Social racist. I'm going to make you my VP. By 20 Despite the fact that you're with no a horrible person and not qualified to be president this is guy who's or vice to president. Cut Medicare. So I don't I mean, the Joe Biden was qualified Trump to be vice president either. Me on Social Security and Medicare. Come on. He tried to get Ten rid of seconds, he Mr. tried president, to hurt Social to Security years question. ago, years ago. Go back and look at the records. He tried to hurt Social Security years ago. All right, let's move on. I'm going to move on. Let me, Mr. President, I have to move on to the next question. They say the stock market will boom if I'm elected. If he's elected, the stock market will crash. Okay, let's move on to the next question very quickly. Look, the idea that the stock market is booming is his only measure of what's happening. Where I come from, what about the peace deals? The people don't do well for the stock market. Just in the what about all the jobs the that he's brought three, back? Three years during this crisis, the, the billionaires in this country made, according to the Wall Street, seven hundred billion more dollars. Seven hundred billion more dollars, because that's his only measure. You are fake news. The ordinary people out there. 
What happens to them? Let's talk about what's happening on Capitol Hill. We're, we're going to move on. 401ks are through the roof. We're going to move stock on. stock are through the roof. Right. And he doesn't come from Scranton. That's like one of the, He lived there for a short period gonna, of time before okay, he even knew we're it. We're going to move on to the left. next question. And the people <laughs> of Pennsylvania Let me move on to my next question. That was great about Trump. He just called you out. 12 million people awesome. are out of work. And as of tonight, 8 million more Americans have fallen into poverty. And more families are going hungry every day. Because you won't open up the states. Color. They see Washington fighting over a relief bill. Mr. President, why haven't you been able to get them the help they need? 30 seconds here. Because Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to approve it. I do. But you're the president. I do, but I still have to get, unfortunately. That's you still one have of the to follow procedures. take over the House because of her. Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to approve anything. But you're the president. She'd love like, to have some victories. There's still on a procedures. The House 3rd. is the one that Nancy approves Pelosi all this stuff. Nancy Pelosi does not want to approve it. We are ready, willing, and able to do something. Don't forget, we've already approved three plans, and it's gone through, including the Democrats, in all fairness. This one she doesn't want. It's near the election because she thinks it helps her politically. I think it hurts her politically. All right, Mr. Vice President, you know, The Republican leader in the, in, in the United States Senate said he can't pass it. He will not be able to pass it. He does not have Republican votes. Why ain't he talking to his Republican friends? Let me follow up with you, Vice President. If we made a Biden, deal. Because the let me let me ask Vice President Biden a question. You are the leader of the Democratic Party. Why have you not pushed the Democrats to get a deal for the American this people? This is true. Well, I have, and they uh, have you know what? Look, they passed Mad props. All the way back in the beginning. He, of the she summer. called him out. She called this him back like on it's that. New. It's been out there. Props. This heroes act. Uh, I was worried about this lady, but and look at what's happening. When I was in charge of the Recovery Act with $800 billion, I was able to get Ooh, he's getting spicy. billion dollars to local communities he's getting that have spicy. to balance their budgets and states. That have to she touched the a nerve. Have to fire fire, <laughs> they have to fire firefighters, teachers, first responders, law enforcement officers, so they could keep their cities and counties running. He will not support that. They have not done a thing for them. And Mitch McConnell said, let them go bankrupt. Let them go bankrupt. Come on. What's the matter the with this? The bill that guys? was passed in the House was a bailout of badly run, high crime, Democrat, all run by Democrats, cities and states. True. It was a way of getting a lot of money, billions and billions of dollars to these states. It was also a way of Fact. getting a lot of money from our people's pockets to people that come into our country illegally. Fact. We were going to take care of everything for them. And what that does, and I'd love to do that, I'd love to help them, but what that does, everybody all over the world will start pouring into our country. We can't do it. Fact. This was a way of taking care of them. This was a way of spending on things that had nothing to do with COVID, as per your question. But it was really a big bailout for badly run Democrat cities and states. All right, Fact. I wanna... If I get elected, I'm not going to, I'm running as a proud Democrat, but I'm going to be an American president. I don't see red states and blue states. What I see is American, United States. And folks, every single state out there finds themselves in trouble. They're going to start laying off, whether they're red or blue, cops, firefighters, first responders, because teachers, because they have to balance their budget. And the founders were smart. They allowed the federal government to deficit spend to compensate for the United States of America. They also allowed the states to the govern themselves. Wage, gentlemen. Mr. Yeah. Vice President, Seem to forget we are about that part. a lot about struggling small businesses yes. and business owners these days. Do you think this is the right time to ask them to raise the minimum wage? You, of course, support a $15 federal minimum I wage. I do, because I think one of the things we're going to have to do is we're going to have to bail them out, too. 
Sí. He's talking about spending money, spending money, spending money that they don't have because it's not their money. It's our money. A package that allows us to be able to call PPP. Money is supposed to go to help them do everything from organize how they can deal with their businesses being open safely. Schools, how they can make classrooms smaller, how they can hire more You also more make teachers, it more difficult to run these businesses. They these need the people help. who have never run a business, well I have, the schools need the help. I can actually this, speak for this. I've run a business. Is not giving them any of and the money. we are going to move on to he's talking about we have to help our small businesses by raising the minimum wage yeah it's not helping I yeah he knows nothing alabama is different than new york new york mm -hmm. is different from vermont yes every state is different it should be a state you, option you said very it yes, should be a state help. option it's very important we have to help our small businesses you, you how are you helping your small businesses when you're forcing wages what's going to happen and what's been proven to happen is when you do that these small businesses fire many of their employees you said yep. true, you would consider it is the true wage to 15 dollars an hour you said recently you would consider raising the federal minimum wage to 15 dollars really an hour like, is that still the case and i would consider it in a, to an extent, but in a what I really like, what I re in a second administration, but not to a level that's going to put all these businesses out of business. It should be a state option. Look, Every I lived in different places. I know different places. They're all different. Some places, fifteen dollars is not so bad. In other places, other states, fifteen dollars okay, would be President Trump, thank you. It would be. He's one hundred percent correct. Two jobs, one job, be below poverty. People are making six, seven, eight bucks an hour. These first responders, we all clap for as they come down the street because they've allowed us to make it. What's happening? They deserve a minimum wage of $15. Anything below that puts you below the poverty level. And there is no evidence that when you raise the minimum wage, businesses go out of business. That is simply not true. That is 100% true. We're going to talk about immigration now, gentlemen. Businesses can't afford, in this and then they can't Mr. expand. And gosh, at least 4,000 kids. You've since reversed your zero tolerance policy, but the United States can't locate the parents of more than 500 children. So how will these families ever be reunited? Uh, children are brought here by coyotes mm -hmm. and lots of bad people, cartels, and they're brought here and they used to use them to get into our country. We now have as strong a border as we've ever had. We're over 400 miles of brand new wall. You see the numbers, and we let people in, but they have to come in legally, and they come in through. But merit. how will you reunite these kids you, with their families? Let me just tell you, so, they built cages. You know, they used to say, "I built the cages," and then they had a picture. Charged without a record. And Mexico does. There was a picture of these horrible Keep very cages, good records. And they said, "Look at these cages. President Trump built them." What if the and parents are dead? The they were built because the cartels killed them. That was him. Do you they have a plan cages. to reunite the kids? Yes, we're working family? on it very. We're, we're trying very hard. But a lot of these kids come out without the parents. They come over yeah. through cartels and they're and undocumented and, and gangs. Vice President you get a young kid who doesn't know quick response and then any proper question. information. Five hundred plus kids came with parents. They separated them at the border to make it a disincentive to come to begin with. Big, Fucking real idiot. tough. We're really strong. Actually, he's not an idiot. He's straight up lying. Coyotes didn't bring straight up lying. Their parents were with them. They got separated from their parents. No, they didn't. And it makes us a laughing stock and violates every notion of who we are as a Look nation. up the videos of Border Patrol. Let me ask you a follow-up. And the, the, 
the we chiefs and the, the individual officers, they, we did not they built the cages. They, they will tell you. Who built the They're cages? out there Let's doing talk it. About who built the cages, about. Let's Joe. talk about what we're talking about. What happened? Parents were ripped. Their kids were ripped from their arms. No, they weren't. And now they cannot find over 500 of sets of those parents and those kids are Because their alone. parents aren't here. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Fucking, uh. It's criminal. It's criminal. You're well, criminal. I will say this. They went down. We brought reporters, everything. They are so well taken care of. Of course. They're in facilities that were so clean. But some of them haven't been reunited. Good. But just ask one question. Who built the cages? I'd love you to ask. Uh, who built uh, the cages? Let me ask uh, you your immigration uh, policy, uh, Mr. Vice uh, President. The Obama administration did we'll change the subject. immigration reform, which had been a key promise <laughs> during the administration. It also presided over record deportations oh, as well as family detentions at the border before changing course. So why should voters trust you with an immigration overhaul now? Right. It made a mistake. It, made too, it took too long to get it right. It took too long to get it right. I'll be president you over 50 States, years. vice president of the United States. And the fact is, I've made it very clear. Within 100 days, I'm going to send to the United States Congress a pathway to citizenship for over 11 million undocumented people. And Here's all the thing. Of those Biden's one of those politicians, dreamers, just those like most of them, they're going that to be will say, oh, the first 100 days, I'm going to do this. this I'm going to promise that. Put on a path to citizenship. You know, I'll stroke your cock for you. Whatever. They'll say whatever, and then they, they don't do it. Is they've gone to a country Trump's the only one that's kept his promise. I can imagine you're five years old. Your parents are taking you across the, the Rio Grande River, and it's, and it's, and it's illegal. Come on. And you say, oh, no, Mom, leave me here. I'm not going to go with you. They've been here. Many of them are model citizens. Over 20,000 of them are first responders Such out liar. there taking care it's of people so during lying. this crisis. We owe them. We you owe don't them. owe them shit. They're here illegally. Eight years to do what he said he was going to do. And I've changed without having a specific... Yeah, you build cages. We got rid of catch and release. We got rid of a lot of horrible things that they put in. And that catch they and release, with. oh my but gosh. Eight years he was vice president. He did nothing except build cages to keep children in. Vice President Wrong. Biden, your response. The catch and release, you know what he's talking about there? If in fact you had a family came across and they were arrested... They, in fact, were given a date to show up for their hearing. They were released. And guess what? They showed up for a hearing. No, they this didn't. is the first president in the history of the United States of America that's anybody seeking asylum has to do it in another country. That's never happened before in America. Why? Because they cross and enter that country you come first? To the United States and you of make course your they case should. That I seek asylum based on the, following, on the following premise why I deserve it under American law. They're, if they're coming from Mexico, that's on the one side thing. Of the river. A lot of them aren't. President Trump, your response, so 30 important. seconds, and then we'll move It on. just shows that he has no understanding of immigration or the laws. Nope. Catch and release is a disaster. A murderer would come in. A rapist would come in. Mm -hmm. A very bad person would come in. We would take their name. We have to release them into our country. And then you say they come back. Less than 1% of Talk the Talk to the angel moms that have lost have to send you know, all their kids. And border patrol out to find them. We would say, come back to all these two years, rapists and murderers and all this stuff that have been released. We're going to give you a court case. When you say they come back, they don't come back. They Joe. don't come they back. They never come back. Only the really, I hate to say this, 
But those with the lowest IQ, they might come back. Okay, President Trump, let's give Vice President Biden a chance to respond. That was actually the nicest way of him to say that. Vice President Biden, your response. Wow, that was actually very un-Trump of him. Check Check it it out. out. They don't come back. Check it out. All right, let's move on. But we don't have to to worry about it because they terminated it, so we don't have to worry about it. Let's move on to the next section. 525 kids not knowing where in God's name they're going to be and lost their parents. Go ahead. All right. Let's talk about our next section, which is race <laughs> in America. And I oh want to talk gosh. about the way black and brown Americans experience race I in hate this, this country. Whole racist co- Part of that experience is something called the talk. It happens regardless of oh class yeah, and income. Parents who feel they have no choice but to prepare their children for the chance that they could be targeted, including by the police, for no reason other than the color of their skin. Mr. Vice President, in the next two minutes, I want you to speak Teaching directly to these families. To be do you afraid of everyone else that's not the same children? skin color you I are. I do. I do. And forcing you know, my segregation. Is a social worker, and uh, she's all she's written a lot about this. She has a graduate degree from the University of Pennsylvania in social work. And you know, uh, one of the reasons why I ended up working on the east side of Wilmington, Delaware, which is 90% African American was to learn more about what was going on. What I didn't, I never had to tell my daughter, if she's pulled over, make sure she puts for a a traffic stop, put both hands on top of the wheel and don't reach for the glove box because someone may shoot you. But a black parent, no matter how wealthy or how poor they are, has to teach their child when you're walking down the street, don't have a hoodie on when you go across the street, making sure that you, in fact, if you get pulled over, Yes, yes, sir. No, sir. Hands on top of the wheel because you are, in fact, the victim, whether you're a person making 300000 child of a $300,000 a year person or someone who's on, on, on food stamps. The fact of the matter oh my is, gosh. is more fear-mongering. That's actually proper respect for law enforcement we've never lived up to it. because they're coming up to a situation they have no clue. Guess what? What's going to happen? And yeah, they're going to automatically assume the worst because they want to go home to their families. So if they show up to a car and they see both hands on the wheel, I've done it. Don't give me that shit. When I've gotten pulled over for speeding. And I haven't assumed, oh, it's because of the color of my skin because I'm I'm a Hispanic male. No, dipshit. Because I was doing something stupid. Just a little fast. A I got pulled over. He gave me a ticket. I moved on. Ability to have wealth as well as it is to be free it was never disrespectful violence. to law enforcement. President Trump, same question to you, and let me remind you of the question. I would like you to speak directly to these families. Do you understand why these parents fear for their children? Yes, I do. And again, he's been in government 47 years. He never did a thing except in yep. 1994 <laughs> when he did such harm to the black community. And they were called, and he called them super predators. And he said that. He Not said true. That it is predators. true. They have record of it, and dipshit. they have never lived that down. Of course, the Alzheimer's unit doesn't remember anything. Bill, the super predators. Nobody has done more for the black community than Donald Trump. And if you look, Fact. with the exception of Abraham Lincoln, possible exception, but the exception of Abraham Lincoln, nobody has done what I've done. Criminal justice reform. Obama and Joe didn't do it. 
I don't they even didn't do think it. they tried because they had no chance at doing it. If anything, it. they just they stoked might have division. They wanted to do it, but Especially if you Obama. had to see the arms I had to twist to get that done, it was not a pretty picture, and everybody knows it, including some very liberal people that cried in my office. They cried in the Oval Office. Two weeks later, they're out saying, gee, we have to defeat him. Criminal justice <laughs> reform, prison That's reform. Funny. Opportunity Zones with Tim Scott, a great senator from South Carolina. He came in with this incredible idea for Opportunity Zones. It's one of the most successful programs. People don't talk about it. Tremendous investment is being made. Biggest beneficiary, the black and Hispanic communities, and then historically black colleges and universities. After three years of coming to the office, I love some of those guys. They were great. They came into the office. And they said, I said, what are you doing? After three years, I said, why do you keep coming back? Because we have no funding. I said, you don't have to come back every year. We have to come back. Because President Obama would never give them long-term funding. And I did. Ten-year, long-term funding. And I gave them more money than they asked for. Because they said, I think you need more. And I said, the only bad part about this is I may never see you again. Because I got very friendly with them. And they like me and I like them. But I saved it. Colleges and universities. Okay, and we're going to talk about both of your records, but your response to that, Vice President. My response to that is I never, ever said what he accused me of saying. The fact of the matter is, in 2000, record now, of it. after the crime bill had been in, 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 Look at the transcripts. in the law for a while, this is a guy who said the problem with the crime bill, there's not enough people in jail. There's not enough people in jail. And go on my website, get the quote, the date, when he said it. Not enough people. He talked about marauding gangs, young gangs, and the people who are going to maraud our cities. This is a guy who, in the Central Park Five, five innocent black kids, he continued to push for making sure that they got the death penalty. None of them were, none of them were guilty of what the crime, of the crimes they were suggested. Look, and talk about he, granted, he did, in fact, let 20 people, he commuted 20 people sentences. We commuted over 1,000 people's sentences, over 1,000. The very law he's talking about is a law that, in fact, initiated by Barack Obama. And secondly, we're in a situation here where we, the federal prison system was reduced by 38,000 people under our administration. And one of these things we should be doing, there should be no, no minimum ma mandatories in the law. That's why I'm offering $20 billion to states to change their state laws to eliminate minimum mandatories and set up drug courts. No one should be going to jail because they have a drug problem. They should be going to rehabilitation, not to jail. We should fundamentally change the system, and that's what I'm going to do. But why didn't he do it four years ago? Yeah. Why didn't you do that? It always Four comes back ago, to that. Even less like you that. had Why plenty of time. You had half president. century. You keep talking about all these things you're going to do and you're going to do this. But you were there just a short time ago and you guys did nothing. Did we did nothing. Our job. I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama because you did a poor job. If I thought you did a good job, I would have never run. Uh, I would have never run. <laughs> I ran because of you. I'm looking at you now. You're a politician. I ran because of you. All right, Vice President Biden, your response to that? Such and a great I response. Have some questions for both wow. I'll tell you what. I, uh, I hope he does look at me because what's happening here is you know who I am. You know who he uh, is. Where's the camera? You know his where's character. The, there's my camera my right there. You know our reputations for honor and telling the truth. <laughs> I am anxious to have this race. I am anxious to uh, see this Oh, we got the believe me look. Believe me. Character of the country is on the ballot. 
our characters in the ballot. Look at us closely. Let me ask them, folks. Excuse me. Please respond, if and then we're going to have follow-up. If this stuff is true questions. about Russia, Ukraine, China, other countries, Iraq, if this is true, then he's a corrupt politician. Right. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. Joe, they investigated Trump and found nothing, which is no good. And then they're investigating Biden and finding everything. We're talking about race right now, and I do want to stay on the issue of race. President Trump, you have to respond to that. Please. Because look, there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is, has all the four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly it. what, is this that's where exactly going? what This is told. where he's going. The laptop right. is Russia, yes. Russia, Gentlemen, Russia? I they have actual the physical evidence. You have to be kidding. Here Mr. we go President? again with From Russia. Hunter Biden's hands. Of race. Mr. President, you've described quite literally the Black from his Lives hands. Matter movement as a symbol of hate. You've shared a video of a man chanting white power to millions of your supporters. You've said that black professional athletes exercising their First Amendment rights should be fired. What do you say to Americans who say that kind of language from a president is contributing to a climate of hate and racial strife? Well, you have to understand, the first time I ever heard of Black Lives Matter, they were chanting pigs in a blanket, talking about police. Pigs, pigs, talking about our police. Pigs in a blanket, fry them like Fact bacon. Em. I said, Fact that's em. a horrible Fact thing. Em. And they were marching down the street. Fact. And that was my first uh, glimpse of Black Lives Matter. I thought it was a terrible thing. As far as uh, my relationships with all people, I think I have great relationships with all people. I am the least racist person in this room. Well, what do you say to Americans who are concerned by that rhetoric? I don't know. I mean, I don't videos. know what to say. I got criminal justice reform done and prison reform and opportunity zones. I took care of black colleges and universities. I don't know what to say. They can say anything. I mean, they can say anything. It's a very, it makes me sad because I am, I, I am the least racist person. I can't even see the audience because it's so dark. But I don't care who's in the audience. I'm the least racist person in this room. Okay, Vice President Biden, Abraham, let me ask you very quickly, and then I have a follow-up question. It's fact. Abraham I mean, Lincoln it's... here is one of the most racist presidents we've had in modern history. What? He pours fuel on every single racist fire. Every single one. Oh, he's talking about Trump. Started I'm off like, his what? campaign coming down the escalator saying he's going to get rid of those Mexican rapists. He's banned Muslims. You mean actual criminals? Muslims. He has moved around and made everything worse across the board. He says to the, about the poor boys, last time we were on stage here, he said, I told him to stand down and stand ready. Come on. This guy has a dog whistle about as big as a foghorn. President Trump, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to respond, and then I have a follow-up. You know, he made a reference to Abraham Lincoln. Where did that come in? I mean, you right? said where did Abraham that? Lincoln. No, no, where did that? No, no. You said I said not since Abraham Lincoln has anybody right. done what I've done for the black community. And I'm saying I didn't say I'm Abraham Lincoln. I said not since Abraham Lincoln has anybody done what I've done for the black community. That should tell you. Now, you have done nothing other than the crime bill, which put... Oh, God. Th tens of thousands 
of black men mostly in jail. All right, true. let me, you know let what? me, let me ask you remember, Very, very true. Look at what's happening with look, the voting right now. Let me ask you well, he's, he's just trying to deny. Very, very badly. The, the, just take a look at what's happening out there. Vice President Biden, let me give you a chance to respond within this context. That's a nervous Trials laugh that Biden's doing, by the way. The 80s and 90s contributed to the incarceration of tens of thousands of young black men who had small amounts of drugs in their possession. They are sons, they are brothers, their fathers, their uncles, whose families are still to this day, some of them suffering the consequences. So speak to those families. Why should they vote for you? One of the things is that in the 80s, we passed 100%, all 100 senators voted for it, a bill on drugs and how to deal with drugs. It was a mistake. I've been trying to change the sense and particularly the portion on cocaine. That's why I've been it still arguing has done nothing. that, in fact, we should not send anyone to jail for a pure drug offense. They should be going into treatment across the board. That's what we should on be spending money on. That's why I set up drug courts, which were never funded by our Republican friends. They should not be going to jail you want to increase for taxes a drug to fund them. or an alcohol problem. They should be going into treatment, treatment. That's what we've been trying to do. That's what I'm going to get done because I think maybe the American people have now seen that, in fact, it was a mistake to pass those laws relating to drug. But they were not in the crime bill. But okay. why okay. didn't he get it done? See, it's all talk, no action with these politicians. Why didn't he get it done? That's what I'm going to do when That's I become president. That's what I'm going to do. I promise vice this. President, along with Obama as your president, your leader, for eight years. Why didn't you get it done? You had eight years to get it done. Now you're saying you're going to get it done because you're all talk and no action, Jim. We got a lot of it done. Boom. We released 38,000 prisoners left from the... You got out, nothing done. 38,000 prisoners were released from federal prison. We have, there were over 1,000 people who were given clemency. We make, in fact, we're the ones that put in the legislation saying we could look at pattern and practice of police departments and what they were doing, how they were conducting themselves. I could go on, but we began the process. We began the process. We lost an election. That's why I'm running to win back that election and change his terrible policy. I just asked ask one on question. Why didn't you do it in the eight years, a short time ago, why didn't you do it? You just said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. You put tens because of thousands of mostly black young men in prison. Now you're saying you're going to get, you're going to undo that. Why didn't you get it done? You had eight years with Obama. Mm -hmm. It always comes back to that. It will always come back to that. Right, Why didn't you do it? And then we're going to move on to the next section. You had plenty of time. He was, in, he was in serving in office for a half century. That's the answer. Well, you okay. got to talk, talk him into it, Joe. Sometimes All right. you got to talk him into it. We're going to move on to our next section. <laughs> He's He's out. Criminal <laughs> okay. I had to talk Democrats into it. Gentlemen, you we're, did we're, we're running out of done. time, so we got to get on to okay. climate change, please. You both uh, have very different visions on climate change. President Trump, you say that environmental regulations have hurt <laughs> jobs in the yeah, energy sector. Yeah, I said it. Vice President Biden, you have said you see addressing climate change as an opportunity to create new jobs. For each of you, how would you both combat climate change and support job growth at the same time, starting with you, President Trump? You have two minutes uninterrupted. So uh, we have the Trillion Trees program. We have so many different programs. I do love the environment, but what I want is the cleanest, crystal clear water. 
the cleanest air. We have the best lowest number in carbon emissions, which is a big standard. This is true. That I noticed Most Obama of the carbon emissions, by the way, time. come from not India, Joe, China. Joe used the term, um, I'm not sure he knows what all these big, huge industrial type and, and overpopulated uh, countries. Carbon emission numbers that we've had in And no, I'm not saying we diminish population. I'm saying that we they should be so held well more accountable. Industry, but here's what we can't do. Look at China. United States has one of the lowest carbon Look emissions Russia. Look on the at planet. India. It's filthy. The the air See? is filthy. The Paris Accord, I took us out because we were going to have to spend trillions of dollars, and we were treated very unfairly. When they put us in there, they did us a great disservice. They were going to take away our businesses. I will not sacrifice tens of millions of jobs, thousands and thousands of companies because of the Paris Accord. It was so unfair. China doesn't kick in until 2030. Russia goes back to a low standard, and we kicked in right away. It China. Would been, it would have been. It would have destroyed our business. Said it right in there. You ready? We have done an incredible job environmentally. We have the cleanest air, the cleanest water, and the best carbon emission standards that we've seen in many, many years. Vice President, and we Biden. haven't destroyed our industries. Vice President Biden, two minutes to you, uninterrupted. Climate change and climate warming, the global warming, is an existential threat to humanity. We have a moral obligation to deal with it. A moral and we're obligation. Told by all the leading scientists in the world, we don't have much time. We're going to pass the point of no return within the next eight to ten years. Former years. You've been saying day, that since the eighties. Eliminating 80s. all the regulations that were put in by us to clean up the climate, to clean up, to limit. The, the uh, limit of emissions will put us in a position where we're going to be in real trouble. Here's where we have a great opportunity. I was able to get both all the environmental organizations comes as well the Green as New labor, Deal. the people worried about jobs, to support my climate plan. Because what it does, it will create millions of new good-paying jobs. We're going to invest in, for example, 500,000 50,000, excuse me, 50,000 charging stations on our highways so that we can own the electric car market of the future. What's the meantime, funny is that China they, they that. want to reduce carbon emissions, but the lithium batteries, that we're going after to they're drained and dead, existing billion what are you going to do with those? Two million existing homes and retrofit them so they don't leak as much energy, saving hundreds of millions of barrels of oil in the process and creating significant number of jobs. And by the way, and destroying the many others, what this is all going to do, it's going to create millions of jobs and it's going to clean the environment. Our health and our jobs are at stake. That's what's happening. And what right now, by the way, Wall Street firms indicated that my plan, my my plan will, in fact, create 18.6 million jobs. You are fake news. Is. This is from Wall Street. And. I'll create one trillion dollars more in economic growth than his proposal does. Not on climate, just on the economy. Well, President Trump, you're right. They came out and said very strongly, six thousand five hundred dollars will be taken away from families under his plan. That his plan is an economic disaster. If you look at what he wants to do, you know the. If you look at his plan, no, his environmental plan, you know who developed it? AOC plus three. They know nothing AOC about the climate. plus three. <laughs> I mean, she's got a good line of stuff, but she knows nothing about the climate. And they're all hopping through hoops for AOC plus three. Look, <laughs> their real plan costs $100 trillion. 
If we had the best year in the history of our country for 100 years, we would not even come close to a number like that. When he says buildings, they want to take buildings down because yeah. they want to make bigger windows into smaller windows. As far as they're concerned, if you had no window, it would be a lovely thing. This is the craziest plan that anybody has ever seen. And this wasn't done by smart people. This wasn't done by anybody. Frankly, I don't even know how it could be good politically. Right. They want to spend $100 trillion. That's their real number. He's trying to say it was six. Mm -hmm. It's $100 trillion. They want to knock down buildings and build new buildings with little, yeah. tiny, and small windows. They're gonna I mean, and they're going to change other okay. every Many single other building in the, the country. And we're running to out of time, and we have a lot more questions to get to. So let's hear from the vice president. Become eco-friendly. I don't know where he comes and from. It's I don't know where he comes up with these numbers. $100 trillion. Give me a break. This plan was, um, this is plans endorsed by every major, every major environmental group and every labor group, labor, because they know the future lies. The future lies in us being able to breathe and they know they're good jobs and getting breathing just fine. And by so the you way, know, the fastest if we were that close American, to being that bad, is, is, our is air quality electric, now the, uh, would be uh, horrible. Solar energy. And wind. He thinks wind causes cancer, windmills. It's the fastest growing jobs, and they pay good prevailing wages, 45, 50 bucks an hour. We can grow and we can be cleaner if we go the route I'm proposing. President Trump, Excuse me. please we respond, energy, and then I have to follow We are follow energy up. independent for the first time. We don't need all of these countries that we had to fight war over because we needed their energy. We are energy independent. I know more about wind than you do. Oh. It's extremely expensive. Yep. Kills all the birds. It's very It does kill all the birds. It's got a lot of problems. And they happen to make the windmills in both Germany and China. And the fumes coming up, if you're a believer in carbon emission, the fumes coming up to make, make these massive windmills yep. is more than anything that we're talking about with natural gas, which is very clean. One other thing. Find me a scientist solar. Says that. I love solar. but solar. And yet he didn't talk about any scientists. He talked about all these environmental to, groups to and really labors, big, probably the labor union that was trying to support to them. compete with the world. So False. it's all a pipe dream. But you know what we'll do? We're going to have the greatest economy in the world, but if you want to kill the All economy, right. get rid of your oil industry. You want and and what about fracking? All right, now, let me now let me have, have let me allow fracking. Vice President. Now we have to ask Mr. about fracking. I said I oppose fracking. You said it on I, tape. I did show did the tape. Put it on your website. I'll put it on. Put it on the website. The fact of the matter is, he's flat it's funny. Lying. He did put it on. I did see that. I do. I wonder. I was like, oh, what's that about? Because the answer we he did put it on his website. We need other industries to transition to get to ultimately a complete zero emissions by 2025. What I will do with fracking You're never going to get to zero emissions. Make sure that we can capture If you're going to be building all these the environment friendly whatever from gas. We can do Where's that, that got to come from? We can do that by investing money and doing it. But it's a transition to that. I have one more question Excuse in this pod. Excuse and then we, me. We have he was against fracking. He said it. I will show that to you tomorrow. I Good. am against fracking. Until he got the nomination, went to Pennsylvania. Then he said, but you know what, Pennsylvania? He'll be against it very soon because his party is totally against fracking it. Fracking on federal land, I said. No fracking you and or oil on federal land. Let me ask this final question well, in this section. 
<laughs> and then I want to move on to our final section. President Trump, people of color are much more likely to live near oil refineries and chemical plants. In Texas, there are families who worry the plants near them are making them sick. Your administration has rolled back regulations on these kinds of facilities. Why should these families give you another four years in office? Uh, the families that we're talking about are employed heavily, and they are making a lot of money, more money than they've ever made. If you look at the kind of numbers that we produce for Hispanic, for Black, for Asian, it's nine times greater the percentage gain than it was under, in three years, than it was under eight years of the two of them, to put it nicely. <laughs> nine times more. Now, somebody lives, I have not heard the numbers or the statistics that you're saying, but they're making a tremendous amount of money economically. We saved it, and I saved it again a number of months ago when oil was crashing he because jobs of the pandemic. Okay. We saved During it. a we pandemic, quote relationship. We got I don't Saudi believe it was Arabia, ever a pandemic, Mexico, but everyone Russia likes to use that term. To cut back way back, we saved our oil industry, and now it's very vibrant again. Right. And everybody has very inexpensive gasoline. Remember Vice that. President Biden, your True. response, and then we're going to have a final question for both of you. My response mm. is that those people this is like final jeopardy. fence lines. He doesn't understand this. They live near chemical plants that, in fact, pollute chemical plants and oil plants and refineries that pollute. I used to live near that when I was growing up in Claymont, Delaware. And all the more oil refineries in Marcus Hook and the Delaware River than there is any place, including in Houston at the time. When my mom get in the car and when, when there were first frost to drive me to school, turn in the windshield, but there'd be oil slick in the window. That's why so many people in my state were dying and getting cancer. The fact is those frontline communities, it doesn't matter what you're paying them. It matters how you keep them safe. What do you do? And you impose restrictions on the pollutions that it, the pollutants coming out of those fence line communities. It's funny, he mentioned okay, like balance before with COVID and the economy and by the way, I have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, and see, I'm going to transition, meaning yes, I'm going to close it down. The oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But That's a big statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. Here's the thing is that and I'd stop giving how many things are made I'd with stop oil giving them federal subsidies. It's not just gas give federal subsidies to the to the gas, <laughs> uh, excuse me, to the uh, to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to the oil industry? We actually do <laughs> give right. it to solar and wind. We and have that's one maybe final the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you okay. remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me give you 10 seconds to respond, Ohio. and then I have to get to the final question. Vice President Biden. He takes everything out of context, but the point is, look, we have to move You just said it. A net What's that out of context? Emissions. You said it. The first place to do that by the year 2035 is in energy okay. production by 2050 totally. All right. One is he going to get China to do it? No, we're finishing. <laughs> we're to our final question. We have to move on to our final question. And make China abide by what they agreed to. All right. This is about leadership, gentlemen. And this first question does go to you, President Trump. Imagine this is your inauguration day. What will you say in your address to, America, to Americans who did not vote for you? You'll each have one minute, starting with you, Mr. We have to make a country totally successful as it was prior to the plague coming in from China. Now we're rebuilding it and we're doing record numbers, 11.4 million jobs in a short period of time, yep, etc. That's but huge. I will tell you, go back. 
It's huge. Before the plague came in, just before, I was getting calls from people that were not normally people that would call me. They wanted to get together. We had the best black unemployment numbers in the history of our country. Hispanic, women, Asian, people with diplomas, with no diplomas, MIT graduates, number one in the class. Everybody had the best numbers. And you know what? The other side wanted to get together. They wanted to unify. Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success. But I'm cutting taxes, and he wants to raise everybody's taxes, and he wants to put new regulations yeah. on everything. That's all he he's been talking about it. all night, if, if you're paying attention. In, you will have a depression, the likes of which you've never seen. Your yep. 401ks will go to hell, yep. and it'll be a very, very sad day for this country. Yep. All right. Everything Vice President is Biden, same question to you. What will you say during your inaugural address to Americans who did not vote for you? I will say I'm an American That's actually not person. a bad question. I represent all of you, whether you voted for me or against me. And I'm going to make sure that you're represented. I'm going to give you hope. We're going to move. We're going to choose science over fiction. We're going to choose hope over fear. We're going to choose to move forward because we have enormous opportunities. But I'm not voting for you because I don't agree with anything that you to make things are promoting. Better. We can grow this economy. We can deal with the systemic racism. And at the same time, we can make sure that our economy is being run and moved and motivated by clean energy, creating millions of new jobs. Here's the thing about Trump. He doesn't, unless it's brought do. up to him, he and doesn't bring say, up racism. As he I said at the beginning, what is on the ballot here is the character of this country. Decency, honor, respect, treating people with dignity, making sure that everyone has an even chance. And I'm going to make sure you get that. You haven't been getting it the last four years. All right. We didn't get it with eight years with you. For a very robust hour and a half, a fantastic debate. Really appreciate it. President Trump, uh, Mad Props. Joe Biden. Thank you to Belmont uh, University for Mad hosting Props us to the, the moderator. And most she importantly, did, she did thank well. you to those watching uh, tonight. Election Day is November 3rd. Don't forget to vote. Thank you, everyone, and have a great night. See, I give credit where credit's due. Um, she did good. She did, actually did really good. I'm actually pretty impressed with that. Um, uh, yeah, I can see why everyone on social media is saying that, oh, yeah, he killed it. Um, oh, she's masked. Oh. Why do you cover that face? Shame on you. You can cover that face, you know. <laughs> if you're listening to the audio, uh, was it uh, Mrs. Biden came on stage? <laughs> I was talking about before. I was talking about Melania. I don't mean. I hope I don't sound disrespectful, but she's she's a good looking woman. It's funny though. Uh, I think they made a big stink at the last debate about uh, not wearing masks, and uh, I don't know what that was about. But so. Uh, yeah, and now they're going to go do their whatever so I can close this down. So give me a second here. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I can see why pretty much everybody's saying that Trump nailed it. Uh, he did re- He did really good. Um, so, yeah, let me, uh, let me close this down. Hold on. We'll do that one, and I'll close down this one. There we go. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, overall he did really, really well. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad he pushed like he did. Um, funny, my buddy Matt actually came out and said, like, he was kind of just mentioning things and going to specifics, but he was like, I, "This is seriously like the best I've seen Trump 
uh, debate. And I would have to agree with that. Um, I think that's 100% true. And uh, he smashed it. Uh, Trump, this was vastly different than the other one. Pleasantly surprised. And, yeah. Um, I, I honestly think that voting is going to be really one-sided in Trump's favor. Um, I hope so. Uh, if this was any indication indication and you had some people that were just undecided. I, I really think this was going to be that, that tipping point for them. Um, at least I hope so. I can't vouch uh, for anybody else. I can only tell you what I'm going to do or not do. And it's, it's, what can you say is he did good. He did really good. And again, mad props to the moderator. She did a really good job. I should find out her name. <laughs> I'm really bad with names. Um, she did good though. Um, yeah. And it was funny. It just kind of finishes off that Trump, uh, he did post that on, he went on Twitter. He's like, see, I posted on my website and it was a video of him saying, uh, Biden saying about fracking, um, how he was, against fracking and then for fracking and again, all that stuff. He's always backtracking. So yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, go out and vote. I'm not telling you how to vote or who to vote for. Uh, that's definitely your decision. Um, but go out and vote, make a difference, make it count. Uh, our votes are important and it will tell pretty much everybody like what the people want out of this country, uh, hopefully for the Constitution freedom uh, under God, and it'll go in that direction. Um, here's hoping, you know, just keep praying, and, and yeah. So let me uh, go out over here. Let's see, what should I pick today? Um, definitely one of the new ones. Uh, let's go. Oh, wait, I already did that one. Hold on. There we go. So, yeah, um, thank you for joining us today. I actually had a good time watching this. Uh, it was really good. Uh, I figured out a way to actually get the debates going. It was, it was kind of cool. Um, so... Remember, uh, if you like, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. And don't forget that uh, we do love you, but people just suck. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time, guys. Have a good one.